Welcome to Bloody Bay, an eclectic full-contact theater audio drama series written by Mimi Monteith and Anne-Marie Shea. Please like, follow, subscribe, or drop a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Successful mystery author Florence Gardner is facing both a potentially ruinous divorce from husband and former actor Lee Millville and slumping sales. Desperate for inspiration, she heads to Bloody Bay, the small Maine town whose record of murders makes New York look like Branson. But it seems the town's main export has dried up, so Florence devises a plan that'll really knock them dead. And now, Bloody Bay. This is really lovely. No one knows how to make a cup of tea around here, let alone be offered one. <laughs> I feel right at home. Uh, not respect culture is a sin, my darling. <sighs> yeah, just love that tea, I do. Isn't the whole point of counselling that he doesn't have to pretend to be someone he's not whilst he's here? I am British. No English person would ever call themselves British, Lee. Really? <laughs> and you'll call yourself an actor. I... Search, do some. All right. So much for being an impartial confidant. I did not realize that we had started the session. Well... I apologize. Would you like to start now? Yes, let's get this over with. Why are you here? Because Père Laurence invited me... We all really care about your personal growth and are here to support you, Lee. Just shut up and sit over there. Fine. Ready? Okay. Timer on. We have 25 minutes before days of our lives. We comprend. We must be quick. It's not right. Here, here, the adulterer's out. Silence, everyone. Come on, this may be a bar, but... What are you going to do about it, Clinton? He's clearly put a toxic fog onto all of our people. All right now, come on, sit down, settle down. Good. Now, thank you, everyone, for meeting me here today. And thank you to Lynn for letting us use the Old Bay Bar as our meeting spot. Didn't want to upset Père Laurence with this here trouble. It seemed to suit a bar more than his church hall. Pleasure's mine, Clinton. I saw Florence and Lee entering the priest's rectory on my way over here. Why would Père Laurence allow him into his house? Quiet! Thank you. Now... As you all know from my email... Nobody saw your email. Well, I saw it and just phoned around. You actually get your email. I'm posting about your new computer. Listen. Now, however you found out about it, I know the gossip wheel in this town is always in full force. So you'll all know that we have a serious matter to discuss. 
We have had two reports from our local hero, Florence Gardner, that adultery is rife in our little town. Now, you'll notice my wife, Magnolia, is not here beside me where she normally sits. This is no small deal for me, but I didn't want to shame her any further than her own actions have already done. It's not her fault, Clinton. She's been poisoned. What are you going to do about it, Clinton? It's Lee's fault. Let me continue, please. God damn it, be quiet. This is hard enough. Now, whether there's any truth to the allegations of Magnolia engaging in adulterous affairs with any parties, all I know is that it is clear that she is a victim, as you say, of this poison... And instead of leaping down her throat like any hot-headed husband might do, I sat back and gave myself time to think about it. An honorable thing to do. I took a moment, and I decided that I intend to get rid of the infection at its source. This started with Lee Millville, who, despite not yet signing his own divorce papers, put vile thoughts into the mind of my wife. So what are we going to do about him? Well, uh, I was just going to, I don't know, ask him to leave, get on a plane, back to Britain. Well, wherever he is from, I agree. There's no need to make much of a fuss about him. Let's just ask him to leave. Is that it? Is that all we're going to do? Well, what else do you suggest? This town used to be so much more exciting. Don't listen to them, Clinton. That Lee Melville has upset Florence, our lead source of income and tourism. He has upset you by infecting your wife's mind to not only have an affair with him, but also with my fiancé, Tex! Excuse me? Beverly, what did you say? Uh, sorry, buddy, this is a town meeting. You have to be a member of the town to be here. I'm about to marry a member of this town. Does that not give me the right? Not after your behavior. You're not marrying anyone. And don't you come into this meeting. Clinton is right. You had no business listening in. I only came to find you to ask you what had gone wrong. And then I was just waiting patiently for you to come out. It's not my fault. I heard y'all bitching about things that just aren't true. Well, who are you to tell us what Florence has said isn't true? Florence? Florence told you that? Yes, she did. Well, why does it matter who told me? The point is, I found out. Well, I saw Florence yesterday, and she told me she didn't know anything about you not wanting to talk to me. Well, maybe she just didn't want to get involved. Uh, that's not exactly like her. I don't understand. Come on now. Maybe this isn't our business. The right? best thing is that Lee leaves and it's done. Oh, Lee, that does not excuse you in the eyes of the Lord. You cannot just take other people's wives because someone has taken yours from you. No one took me from him. He pushed me away. 
Oh, please, you didn't want anything to do with me after my success didn't match yours anymore. You were practically out the that door. That is not true, you bastard. You're spinning this on me. I see that you are saying that your root source of all of your corruption lies in Florence. Yes, exactly. It's all her fault, Father. Father, if you believe that, you might as well believe in... <laughs> Florence. Yes. In what, Florence? You weren't about to say God. Father Christmas. Ah, but it is true in a sense, too. How small is this town? <laughs> this is the best therapy I've ever had. So, Florence, why is it that you have stopped loving your partner after he was less successful? Uh, well, it wasn't that much less successful. You make him feel, how uh, you say, like he has no penis? I don't know why I have to be in charge of that. I don't think there's any scenario, Father, where that becomes something that bothers me. Ah, you agree on something. Fantastic. My work here is done. How is your work done? You've done nothing but make us agree that he thinks with his dick. Ah, I think it's clear you've lost, Florence. Let's leave. This is ridiculous. Ah, and how do you say, saved by the bell. See you soon, my petit poulet. I'm sorry, but you've not won a thing. Florence, I'm here to support you and get you through this difficult time you're going through. Oh, shut up. You didn't have to tell him that you don't believe in God. That was bound to do it. You told him that. Either way, it's true, and he deserved to know. Oh, he didn't deserve to know anything. That whole thing was a load of bullshit. Now I need to go and... Uh, no. We talked about that. We didn't talk about anything. I won't let you do it, Flo. I won't let you murder someone for a book. Well, you sound just ridiculous saying it out loud. Imagine how it sounds in my head. I'm not murdering anyone. You have no idea what you're talking about. God, you're insufferable. You can't go around telling everybody lies in the hope that they will murder each other and then consider yourself exempt. I am. I never told anyone to murder anyone. I'm just going around spreading rumours. This town has that more than anywhere else on the planet. Yes, and what do you think it's most famous for? Oh, that's beside the point. I'm going to go down to the meeting. What meeting? The town meeting. I guess your little minions don't tell you everything, despite being their saviour and grace. What's the meeting about? About you. Me? <laughs> How? I mean, why? Well, about Magnolia and all the affairs she's apparently having. They're actually having a meeting about it. <laughs> that is so <laughs> American. <laughs> Not really. Oh, come on. That would never happen in the UK. A meeting. <laughs> Well, Magnolia is incredibly upset about the whole thing, and so... Since when did you care about her feelings? I don't. Oh, shit. You do. I don't. I'm just going down there to make sure no one goes and bloody kills anyone because of you. Oh, fine, you go and do that. But you better not intervene. If they say they're going to murder someone, then... Your girlfriend? Magnolia. 
Shut up. If they say they're going to murder her, obviously I will. I wouldn't if I were you. I don't think these meetings do well with outsiders. Wouldn't want it to be turned on you. <laughs> what an idiot. All right, all right, everyone. That is enough. I don't understand. God. How does that work when you do it? Not when I do. My bar. My town. Not really. Can you get on with it? I've got guests back at the B and B to attend to. Yes. All right. Shit. Oh, my bloody toe. Oh, I've stubbed it. Shh. Hush, Lee. Magnolia, what are you doing hiding here in the cloakroom? Why are you sneaking in? You should be standing right out there with the other citizens. Oh, that Clinton. When I caught him trying to sneak out of the house, he mumbled something about seeing a man about a dog. <coughs> Just sneaking out for a drink at the Old Bay Bar, that's what he was doing. After he promised me he was going on a diet and lose some of that nasty weight. No, I don't think he was slipping out for a drink. Indeed not. Your ears must be burning. People here been saying the worst things about you and Floyd. Hold on. Is that my magnolia trying to hide in the cloakroom? What you doing in there, honey? Who's in there with you? Oh, <laughs> you caught me. No one else here. Just out of season anoraks hanging on hooks. I've been curious what's so important here that you had to lie about it to me when you left the house. Just some uh, uh, men's business. Nothing to worry your pretty head about. Clinton Devins, you know I know when you're lying to me. <laughs> Man about a dog. What's going on here? Uh, so how do I say this so as not to hurt your sensibilities? You tell me what's going on here or I'll give you some sensibilities to be hurt about. Well, uh, some of our neighbors here have been saying... That Florence Gardner went around and has been whispering bad things into everyone's ears. That's what they're saying. All I'm saying is that she pretended to know nothing about it to me when I asked her straight out. She's clearly hiding something. Uh, you don't think she's, you know. Oh, spit it out. What do you think? Well, I, I don't want to be presuming nothing, but doesn't she make all of her money from those books of hers? Oh, shit. Well, what if she's trying to get one of us to turn on the other? Oh, no, I, I don't think she'd do that to me. She's been so loyal to me for centuries. Uh, don't forget that she recently put that Dennis into jail, despite all of your gossiping about them sleeping together. Unless you're right. What, me? Yes, you. What if she has? What if she has been sleeping with Dennis? All to get twists for her story out of him. What if she never wanted him to turn himself in at all. Oh, double shit, Florence. I don't think my Magnolia would ever cheat on me. Honey, you know I wouldn't. And I certainly didn't cheat on Beverly. You got to believe me, babe. 
I do. You do? She lied to me. Of course she lied to me. What kind of idiot am I? She lied to us all, Bev. I've let her stay in my B&B for how long? And she goes and does this behind my back! And to our officer, Clinton. She is the evil that must be driven from our town. Well, if she wants a murder so badly, I say we give her one. Hear, hear. Who's with me? Let's take a vote the good old American way. How are you gonna write your way out of this one, Flo? I'd better go find her. Thank you for listening to Bloody Bay, written by Mimi Monteith and Anne-Marie Shea. Directed by Callie Wills and starring the voice talents of Jean Marie Kuhn, Luis Bermudez, Forrest Manico, Ailey Lassane, Christopher Kay, Robert Kuhn, Jessica Lauren Fisher, and Rochelle Prue. Sound design by Daniel Houle. We'd like to thank everyone who supported Bloody Bay on Kickstarter, including Tyler Gilbert, Jay Zander Kittenoa, Jesse Casanova, Kat McKay, Donaldson Cardenas, Joey Johnson, and Ella Watts. Your support through this lockdown has made it possible to bring these stories to life. If you want to support Bloody Bay directly, you can do so at redcircle.com shows slash bloody bay. Experience Bloody Bay like a local by signing up at Patreon at patreon.com EFCT where your monthly pledge gets you exclusive access to behind-the-scenes content and merchandise. Are you scared of commitment? We understand. Head over to buymeacoffee.com EFCT, where you can make a one-time donation, no strings attached. Your donations and support help EFCT continue to highlight the work of women, BIPOC, and LGBTQ artists. Thanks for listening, and see you next week.